Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello and good afternoon. Welcome. It's the Laurie and Julia Show, my talk 1071 everything. Entertainment, thank you so much for joining us. We do appreciate your company as we kick off a brand new week. We say uh, goodbye, Minneapolis and Atlanta. We have passed the Super Bowl baton on to you. Yep. Go next, Atlanta. Do yeah, they announce Atlanta. that? Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, they know four years, years in advance. advance. It was so much so fun. fun. It was so fun. I loved broadcasting downtown. That was a blast at the AC Hotel. I loved being part of the downtown festivities. Uh, and then we went out, Donnie. That's Julia and I's weekend claim to fame. We went on down Friday? on no Saturday, Saturday night. night. Saturday night. With we the whole damn again. family. With yep. the whole damn family Ooh. and took the train and so all just in our snow pants and <laughs> snowmobile boots and for bomber hats and, you know, the spectacle, the excitement. And even though it was cold, it was so beautiful out. With all at the at live NFL, at the NFL live stage, because they had so Super many Bowl different experience. experience. Thank you. The spotlights and everything that were going on. It was great bands that were playing. Hot toddies, cocktails, food trucks. It was so fun. And the energy was really fun. And it didn't feel in that enclosed space that cold that night. You know, because yeah, you're, you're by a lot, yeah. of, a lot of people. But and with then, the snowflakes falling down from the building, it was magical. And the suburbs played, Soul Asylum, Jayhawks, and the ex-ambassadors. It was just really fantastic. And it was fantastic because, um, you know, we know somebody who was nice enough to let us be in, the, in a fantastic area. In a fantastic VIP area, oh, Donnie. So we got to be right up front. And we had a place to get uh, beverages uh, a heated outdoor bathroom and then a place to just like warm up in between wow. the acts. And we walk in and who's the first person we see? Jimmy, Jimmy Jam. Jam. Jimmy Jam Harris. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Jimmy Jam! And I had just watched on Saturday for, I always save the cliffhanger show like in November. Oh. I wait till it comes back. Oh, oh so what show is this? A scandal. Oh, yeah. So I watched four scandals, uh-huh. the cliffhanger, you know, that happened. Oh, yeah. Did, and the last episode this past Thursday night mm. was Olivia Pope. I haven't seen it. Okay, but just two songs and the, over a minute of Control. Oh, yeah. Okay. And she's striding through the White House in that song, Control, which right. is just Janice so Jack- great. Janet Jackson. And I thought, hmm, right before the Super Bowl, a good call, Shonda Rhimes. And then the last song on that episode was Black Cat. Also, uh, Janet Jackson, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis song, and it was like a perfect song. And again, like a minute and a half. So I'm like, Jimmy Jam, I just heard your tunes on Scandal. And he's like, he's so cool. He's like, yeah, yeah, we gave permission for that. And I'm like, no, he's that's so chill and cool. Chill and Terry Lewis, they were so chill and cool. Because and they curated all these bands, bands for 10 nights. And it was really... It was fun. It was fun. And I think the people, even though everyone knew there was limited parking, there was limited this, the people went out. People took the train. Yeah, people... Our train on Saturday night was lively. Yep. I bet. <laughs> In both directions. <laughs> both directions, uh-huh. all directions. A lot of people took advantage of the 
mass transit, but we also saw... We know to push open... Do you want to know what's so funny? Because my friend was going down. She was one of the crew 52 uh-huh. to work a shift, and it was the first time she was taking the public transportation, you know, the, the metro line, yeah, line the, uh-huh. um, because her husband had been dropping her off, and it didn't work out. And she goes, I'm so glad I watched the Instagram video of Lori informing us all that we needed to push the button to open the door or I would have sat there because she said, I'm sitting there, sitting there waiting for the door to open. Yeah. And unless you push the the spot on the door with the lights on it. And they only do that in the cold weather. Well, right. They automatically That's all winter. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. So it's a good tip for anybody. But a lot of of places, they automatically open. You know, they just That's what we would expect at our first time out there in minus 10. But a lot of those places where they automatically open, I'm thinking Paris, Washington, D.C., New York. York, yeah, they're underground yeah. and warm, but yeah. they're underground. Yeah. You're not outside in the elements. Right. So that was fun in that. Um, I was group, just, that was a, people, in, it was very helpful. Yeah. In that green room, um, Emma Roberts, you missed her, Emma yeah. Roberts and Evan Peters, and they star in American Horror Story. Yeah. And I saw her swigging out of little whiskey, little Southern Comfort bottles. Nice. I think a lot of people were flasking it. Oh, everybody was. And um, also, uh, I didn't take a photo or anything because I could tell her and her guy, Evan, were just like... Leave me alone. Yeah, leave leave me alone. Sort of a situation. And uh, she's tiny in person. And he's he's so scary on American Horror Story. What's Evan his, Peter? Is that Evan her Peter's, boyfriend? Oh, yeah. That's her on-again, yeah, he off-again boyfriend. Okay. They seem mm-hmm. to be on again, but okay. he really just mm-hmm. morphs. I mean, I'm kind of surprised he hasn't got more rewards. You t- had to make Dave Piranor of Soul Asylum stop and talk to yes, us. Yes, I did. You're like, in real life, you need to say hi to us. And he's like, <laughs> hi. <laughs> that was funny. It was that funny. That was funny. And then the lead singer, the Jayhawks. Oh, your friend Kristen was just fangirling I know. out. She had to ask him a song thing. And he remembered you from the New Standard I show know. when you thought he was somebody else. I did. And I wanted to say to him, well, listen, we had a whole evening of 20 minutes with someone who was, wasn't Donna Mills. So, right. you know, you're this in is, good company. This is what we're good at. I met the coach of the Minnesota Vikings on Friday night. I met him. I interrupted his cocktail at the bar with... Um, Someone, yeah, at oh, the, the Lexington the head on, coach, yeah, Mike Zimmer. Oh, Zimmer? Ask him I'm what, surprised you recognized him. Everyone else did for me. Okay, <laughs> I, I believe Stephanie Hansen. There's the coach. Go talk to him, and I did. Um, and I did not ask him what the hell happened, but I might have. You know, he first of all, I just want to say, was he so nice? He was so nice. Yeah, he was so nice to everybody. You want to? He was so nice. So that was fun. Yeah. Um, and I hung out with Jason there. And some of his friends and uh, Stephanie you guys and outside. No, or no, too cold. And then Ryan, our man, yeah, just yeah. had so much fun. And then um, a girlfriend that I met that night, Angel, we took the picture together with Mike Zimmer. And he, she, the next night, sent me a picture of her with Sting, oh my who was at Manny's. And wow. then there's something that happened. Oh, there are people who saw people all over the place. I know there's something yeah. that happened that I'm glad we never found out about, Lori, but it did come Friday at 11 a.m. Our red carpet credentials for Taste of the NFL came through. <laughs> Just want to let you know. A little late. Yeah. I mean, I was reading on their thing that you'd know like two weeks earlier. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I thought for sure, and I was going to text her and oh, see well. what's up, and then I thought, no, it's too much work. Um, reminder, event tomorrow at 5 p.m., Taste of NFL. Hope you're doing well. We look forward to seeing you. I mean, it's the day before the event. Jeez. Doesn't she think we have plans? And then I got a reminder the day of the event. Oh, gosh. I love like, it. Well, Okay. <laughs> 
Well, we missed out on that. But yeah. that makes me feel better because I really had drafted yeah. something. But I do was. think people like so the celebrities that were here were kind of able to just like move around yeah. because they had hats on and just kind of had fun. And I think that, uh, you know... I, I Bold was kind of, North was embraced. It really was. And People the, were having the fun. volunteers everywhere. The crew fifty two. I mean, they the whole all the feedback. Yeah, it was cold, but it, everyone was nice. It was fun, and you just yep. embrace it. And they did such a good job. The Super Bowl committee. Yeah, it was incredible. So that was fun. Yeah, it it really it really was fun energy to be downtown and. Just, you know, we saw the Eagles cheerleaders were back in the green room on Saturday oh, yeah. night and they were posing with people. And so I was yelling at the go Eagles, you know, and they just were like so cute in their sparkly tennies and their midriff tops right. and their jeans. And Boy, I bought some good merchandise. Yeah, you went out and shopped I went out in the shopped. Super Bowl experience. I did. That's where they had the little Prince yep. Museum and everything. I got a hot purple jacket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, Julia, I'm Come glad on. you wanted you wanted it. It was important because I was going to wear it as a Tommy mommy too. You know, because it's color of St. Thomas, yeah, so it go. serves two purposes. All right, there you go. Well, listen, we come back. Of course, uh, you know the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show must be discussed. I I I know everyone knows who won. People watch the Super Bowl, even if you're not a fan. It seems like I'll go it to was a party fun. for the it nachos. It was to the very end, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No defense all off. Yeah, no, no, the guys at our house <laughs> no, were very all. happy with it. And I was very happy uh, ironing and watching Dynasty and Riverdale <laughs> and, you know, just uh, T-vote it for the, DVR'd it for the commercials. And uh, and then, of course, watch the halftime show with the guys. When we come back, that's our story we can't get enough of. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. I think that's what Justin Timberlake is doing today, praying, because the reviews have been... Oh, Rudo, we've searched the whole country for a positive review. Well, tell, and me what you, tell me what your initial reaction was when it was happening. Lame, lame, lame. Okay, and mine was, why doesn't the microphone work so we can hear him singing? Why doesn't he sing more? Fun to see the band. The marching band? Yeah. That was like, That yeah. was really fun for me to see. And the glyph outside. And but, the prince, yeah. But the, I didn't like the, the prince. Uh, I, I just... Well, let's listen to GMA. They do a little wrap-up Because I just thought it was fine. Show. It wasn't anything great because he didn't sing. It was just blah. Well, he did a lot of things. A lot of people it loved was it like with kids and stuff. It was like he did everything they threw out in the production meeting. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do let's this do and we'll do this. It was like a Super Bowl for ADD. It's a lot crammed into 13 minutes. It, it really was. <laughs> and after the heart and soul spectacle of Lady Gaga coming down, you yeah. know, she really put her heart and soul into it. It didn't feel that way, but here's the little okay. GMA report. And All then, right, and then we can discuss, and if people want to yes. call us, certainly share us with us your thoughts. We'll tell you when to call them. Okay. okay. <laughs> Justin Timberlake entered the stadium singing Rock Your Body. Yep, the same song he performed 14 years ago with Janet Jackson when she had that infamous malfunction. Fans hoping for a reunion with Janet or NSYNC were disappointed. Timberlake only shared the stage with one other star. Minneapolis, Minnesota, this one's for you. A massive projection of Prince appeared on the field, and the two sang in unison to Prince's hit, I Would Die For You, to mixed reaction from viewers, who mentioned Prince more than 200,000 times on Twitter. 
Also part of the tribute, downtown Minneapolis lit up in purple with the outline of Prince's iconic symbol surrounding the stadium. Timberlake danced his way onto the stage, treating the crowd to some of his biggest hits like Sexy Back and Cry Me a River. But issues with the audio lit up Twitter. One See? fan tweeted, I've literally never heard a worse pro audio mix than this Super Bowl halftime show. And this one, Justin, when you get off the stage, fire the whole sound crew. Timberlake, who spent portions of the performance in the stands, closed the show out with his feel-good hit. Let me hear you, Minneapolis! And one fan got the selfie of a lifetime. 13-year-old Ryan snapped this pic. I got to be on TV with Justin Timberlake, and ever, it's crazy. Everyone's texting me and stuff. My phone's just going like crazy. I've probably gotten like 45, 50 calls in like the last 20 minutes. Ryan just might be the breakout star of the night. Thank you, Minneapolis! So that was certainly a memorable part of the performance, but unfortunately, <laughs> guys, there was so much controversy, if you will, and problems surrounding it. And one other note on Prince and the hologram, he actually spoke to this before his death. He found it demonic to use these kinds of tools and technology to put artists together, living artists, with dead artists. He said, hey, if I was meant to jam with Duke Ellington, we would have lived in the same era. But still, mm -hmm. some controversy, but a heck of a performance from a very talented guy, Justin Timberlake, last night. Of course, he has to say that he he's being a nice that. ABC uh, guy. But when the Super Bowl kids selfie is the big takeaway, the 13-year-old who probably Ryan doesn't McKenna. even know who JT is, it's just like, I... When he came out and sang Rock Your Body, which right. is the song he ripped off, the choreographed practice that he and Janet were together on, Rock Your Body, and he looked in the camera, and I was like, he's literally saying F you to everybody. I I was shocked that he picked that song. It was so tone deaf, and that he would pick I would die for you and project it on a wrinkly bed sheet when you know <laughs> Prince would never have slept on anything that wrinkled. <laughs> this fabric, I don't care that it wasn't a hologram. It was still a video projection of him. And the song is I Would Die for You from Purple Rain. That's so macabre. Mm -hmm. It was so, again, He was not going to win. But that was yeah. completely tone deaf. And he had assured Sheila E., because one of Prince's sisters said, "We, our family does not approve of using any hologram. He told Sheila E. specifically, no, I won't do that. Because that was one of the things that was taking over the buzz. Then some All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Andy came along and it was hashtag justice for Janet. 
And Sheila E. told E! News she completely disapproves. Prince would have hated that. It's too bad he doesn't have a will. And I thought, well, Prince got his revenge from beyond the grave because JT sabotaged his own performance with the help of the terrible acoustics in the, that stadium. Because mm-hmm. you couldn't hear it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like a, when he yeah. first started out singing Filthy and he was coming out of, you know, coming in, um, I was so bummed because I like... I like Justin Timberlake as a performer. I always have. And I just was just going into it. I just want to be entertained. And I was so bummed I couldn't hear it. I love his dance moves. But then I kept thinking, why aren't we singing some of your great songs? Because I know you have a voice. Because I remember him. I bought all of his music. It was kind of a poor selection. Well, I didn't like his. I didn't. We couldn't hear him sing. And then when he did the 2020 experience, which was cool, where he had the microphone. He did some cool microphone things with the Minnesota marching band behind him. That was kind of fun. I know all the kids, anyone with kids, they were waiting for the troll song. And that made everyone with kids super happy when he did that. And they used... He really did do a nice job, including Minnesotans, because they had the Minnesota Marching Marching Band. Band. They had all the kids from all these different um, dance programs all over the city. That was like that was giddy for them. Giddy. I mean, so he really did a great job of using a lot of the talent in the Twin Cities area. It was a weird song selection, Lori. It, it was odd. And then the outfit. I mean, hello, Cabela poster boy. <laughs> Nothing says I used to be in a 90s boy band than that terrible duck dance. That's all my mom wanted to know about. Why would he pick that out? Your brother Googled bandana around the neck to see if it signified. I said, Mom, oh my gosh, he's man so of the woods. He's man of the woods. It's he's, his new album. It's his new album. But... Um, I, and, you know, he... Mm. Well, love it or hate it, he did a... They honored Prince. They put the glyph symbol. I thought that was the coolest... That was the coolest, the coolest part thing outside the, of the stadium. Minneapolis, the, city. the yeah. way it was lit up, the way the Super Bowl committee and everybody worked to make our city look so fabulous. Yeah. It was so fun. And um, I just felt bad because... I know he's a singer. Why didn't he sing? He didn't sing. He, he didn't sang sing. like 5%. Of and his that was kind of what bummed me out, was his not singing. Because people who have met him at the Twin Cities, he was really great to people yeah, around no, the cities. Are, but the Prince outrage is very specific to Justin that. Timberlake because they had, both of them, they did not like each other. Prince and JT did not like each other. And all it was for uh, well, we'll come. We'll come back to this, and I'll. Just, you have to explain why they didn't like. We'll share what it right. was, and it's just an. It was an off-the-cuff remark, a good shady remark that Prince made in reference to sexy back. Right. So, and then we're going to go through some of the headlines, and Julia will probably want to take some calls. I will. So we're going to do all that. We got to talk about Pink Super Bowl ads. We got a lot to. Discuss. We want to know who you met. My talk one zero seven one. Ah, uh, Thunder, I hope JT is not reading any of his headlines today. Imagine Dragons, they were here this weekend. Yes, they were. Here are just some of the headlines from all over the place. Okay? About the halftime performance yes. show? Okay. Prince on a wrinkly-ass bed sheet. You really did it this time, Timberlake. Um, let's see, Justin Timberlake's show, Super Bowl show was like bad breakup sex. Okay. Justin Timberlake plays it bland at halftime. That's from the San Francisco Chronicle. The Seattle Time halftime show fails to dazzle. Here's one from Pitchfork. Warm, indulgent, inert, and, and vacuous. Mm, none of those are vacuous. good words. Good word. Good word. <laughs> da- New York Daily News. Justin Timberlake's Super Bowl halftime is choreographed. Let down the LA Times. Justin Timberlake had nothing to say at the Super Bowl and wouldn't stop saying it. Um, 
Here's another one that's from Dallas. Justin Timberlake, the Prince of Average. Um, John Bream and Ross Rayla. Here's what John Bream says. Justin Bur- busy. Justin Timberlake gets busy at halftime. Way too busy. And Ross Rayla from the Pioneer Press uh, said the best part about the underwhelming Super Bowl halftime performance was the marching band. Right. And the it was super outside. fun. Yeah. So, well, I think it was hard because um, he's a performer and he can sing. And why he didn't sing more was just, to me, disturbing. Yeah. yeah, he's got a lot of greatest hits, but I mean, why wouldn't you use your voice? He's a singer. I, and he can dance, but but he needed, he ran all over. It was like a running marathon, but 13 it minutes. It was fanatic, and I love the person who described it like ADD. Um, yeah, but anyway. I mean, just think about it. He's trying to honor Prince. He really was, he's, and I believe that. Okay, but he's in Minneapolis. He has to do Prince, and he couldn't think of any living performer who he could share the spotlight with. So against the family's wishes and everyone who knows Prince, he projects his image from Purple Rain up on a wrinkly sheet like you'd use in a backyard. But any sheet would be wrinkled, Lori, <laughs> Okay. And they sang it together, something that Prince had talked about being a Jehovah's Witness. He was, he called it demonic. He was totally against it. And also, you go, girl. Okay, but also, also, the other thing is that, okay, so when Justin Timberlake came out with Sexy Back, Prince was just doing an interview or something, and Mm -hmm. somebody asked him, because that Sexy Back reminded us of a Prince song. A little bit. And Prince said something, well, Sexy never went away. I don't know why it has to come back because it's never gone. And I thought anywhere. it was funny. And it I was funny. It was, it was just an offhand thing. Yep. And a couple months later, Justin Timberlake, this 2007, presents at the Golden Globes best uh, original song. And it was a song Prince wrote for the movie Happy Feet. Mm-hmm. Prince won. isn't there, but he, he wins. And JT accepts the award, but he lowers the mic and squats down and says, on behalf of Prince, I want to thank you. Making fun of Prince's short stature. Exactly. So, And then in a song that he did with Timber, Timberland called Give It To Me, he references Prince and saying, I don't see you on the charts. And it was this whole diss track. This whole song was a diss to Prince. So he disses Prince and then comes back and decides he's going to do tribute to Prince and then disses him by doing I Would Die For You. And then disses Janet Jackson by singing Rock Your Body and then looking in the camera and kind of going like bleep you to everybody right. because that was the song he i wish she would have charged out right then and like ripped a fake cod piece off his pants <laughs> that would have made hysterical. me happy right. and you know she issued a statement yesterday mm-hmm. who did janet, janet jackson okay. i will not be- i will she said as to the rumors that i'll be at the super bowl and performing semicolon i will not period thank you to the fans for your support i hope to see you soon those two have not made up. I mean, the celebrities were just trashing him. Everyone from Bette Midler to Sinbad to I want- Janelle Monet. People were not. People remember. JT is a Mr. Revisionist history. Okay, well, all right. I'm just going to say 
What are you going to say? I'm going to say our number. 651-641-1071. When you wear a bandana around your Cabela clothes, your kink Won't is missing a off. beat. Okay? Well, Lori, those Shit. were all Raph and William clothes from I his own clothing line. They're absolutely terrible. My dad has deer pillows oh. like his shirt. <laughs> In his basement, and uh, they belong in the basement, not in an upstairs. The whole theme. Your kink is boring, people, uh, JT. Right, I want to know who saw Pink, who saw J-Lo, who saw Kelly Clarkson, who was at the Super Bowl, what was the energy? Call us, 651-641-1071. Share with us. Pink apparently had the flu, of course, which we learned. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, and, and, and I thought that she did like she missed like one note, but I thought she sounded like really amazing when she took out her throat lunges. And that was very smart of her to let people know that she was practicing the flu away on Saturday. Yeah. So they knew when she was taking out the throat lunges, zers, whatever. Well, it wasn't people thought gun. it was gum and she no. just tweeted it was a throat lo- lozenge. Yeah. But I thought she sounded really. She looked beautiful. Really her quite... makeup looked beautiful. Yeah. I, I mean... thought she looked good. And I want to know how good Kelly Clarkson was. She's... I mean, when the glyph of okay, the entire stadium to, yeah. is the highlight of the show. It wasn't. And sell, it, that was the highlight of the show. That blew me away. That, well, that blew me that. away, but that I also thought it was the band and him with the microphone. I thought that was kind of a cool moment. Okay. I know, but I, I did think that was a cool band. Moment. Yeah, because yeah. it's a tribute happy. to halftime shows with marching bands. I kind of like that. Yeah, and you know, so, I mean, that was fine, but I mean, it, that that 13 minutes felt like a half hour. It just went on and on. Twitter was very, very funny, but it was, um, I feel like that guy is ready for Vegas. Even though he said oh, he's not, not ready to retire, I, he said. Oh yeah, but he's Vegas. ready for Vegas with that. Oh, that Lord. okay? Let's let's hear. Let's talk to All right, we got callers. First up, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi. What did you think of uh, JT at the halftime show? Hi. Um, I just think you guys are being too hard on him. I think he did a really good job. I thought he was very inclusive. I do. Um, I agree with that statement. He's still very. He's still very talented, and I think it's. Uh, a really tough feat to pull off a good halftime show. There's so many elements that go into it, and I just think it was very good and very classy. I felt he was trying so hard to get back into people's graces. Um, well, maybe so, but I really, I just think he's such a good guy and so talented and very down-to-earth, and I, I just really liked it. All okay, right. good. All right. Thanks Thank for you, telling Lisa. us. Appreciate I can't that. wait for the next caller to be with me on this <laughs> Lori, one. Yes. Happen, and just so. say hello. So. He <laughs> failed to dazzle. All right. Very all right, bland. Never forget, Prince wouldn't have approved. All right. Chad, you're up next. Hey, Chad. Hey, I went to J-Lo on Saturday. Oh, oh tell gosh. us about Tell it. us about that. Oh, first, the Armory is amazing. If you have a chance to go there, it, it does not feel like Minneapolis. One bit. How was the um, $11 sound? Eleven dollar rail vodkas. Okay. How was the sound? Great. The, the sound was great, but the performance, she killed it dancing, but singing, and it, it was directly. It was her Vegas show, just right brought here, and it sort of like it felt like it lost some the 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 zazz from Vegas. Right. Um, and no one in the audience really seemed like J Lo fans. They just seemed like rich people okay. um, <laughs> who were popping up and down, and so it didn't really have that sort of like energy, concert, exciting. Ex- yeah, energy. that's what I kind of heard. It was kind of quiet. She'd be singing, and there was no enthusiasm. And when DJ yeah. Khalid was trying to spin some records between some things, and no one had any excitement. Any, she doesn't have. 
Go ahead. Looking up at the screen, it was um, broadcast on DirecTV. It looks so much better on the TV yeah. than it looked in real life. It looked like, is that the concert that I'm at? But, but what about, see, I think personally with her, I think she's a total performer, total package, but she doesn't sing very well. No, she doesn't sing very well. Um, but it was fun to see A-Rod, Shaq. They were all just bopping around. Oh, fun! And Derek Hoff was there. And they were all, like, within reach of everybody. So everybody was sort of really close to each other. So okay, it was that's great, fun! Like, to, to be part. Yeah, no, that was super fun. On the halftime show, on the other hand, I give it two thumbs down. So two boring. thumbs down? Thumbs down, you said? Yeah. Okay. Because? It just didn't have any of the energy. Um, it just felt like everything compared to, like, Lady Gaga last year. That was like you held on to the edge of your seat for this one. For that one, this one was just so just repetitive. We heard the songs before. There's no surprises. It, it just everybody in my Facebook wall. It was a, a critical um, uh, pan from everybody who I've known. You know yeah, what I'm it thinking was about bland well, and lame. The reason was you, you know again the halftime show. We've seen great singers. We saw Beyonce sing. We saw Bruno Mars sing. We've seen singers, Lori, and he did it so disjointed. Yeah, people put their heart and soul into planning. Remember, like, uh, Lady Gaga. I mean, people really... I think he Justin Timberlake does... He's kind of a half-assed guy. He (gasps) skates by on a lot of stuff. No, he has for a long... Time for several years. Well, he hasn't been making music, Lori. He's been making movies. And, you know. But again, I think if he would have hung on to a song for a little bit longer to get into a song and used his vocals, it would have been different. He just, it was so, here's 15 seconds of this song, then 23 of that song. And that was my problem. with. I mean, the man can sing. He can sing. Whether or not he's singing with whomever or whoever or whatever, he can sing. Who's next, Donnie? Uh, we'll have to come back. Let's take a break, and then we'll get some more calls. How okay. about that? Okay, okay, sounds good. All right, here we go. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are talking Super Bowl halftime show, having fun, whether you loved it or you hated it. Other concerts that happened this weekend. Yeah, we just heard from someone who was at the J-Lo. We know Pink had the flu. Um, Lamar Odom, he did the um, the pregame music, a beautiful version of America, the beautiful Beautiful. It was great. And he had help from two children's choirs, Bloomington-based Angelica Cantanti Youth Choirs and St. Paul's Communications. Leslie Odom. Leslie Odom, yeah. What did you call him? Lamar's the basketball. Oh, yeah. Leslie (laughs) Odom Jr., I'm sorry, from from Hamilton. Yeah. And and Pink really, you know, for someone who was having the flu, she sang live. and I thought she did a nice job. I just heard that one One note that she kind of missed. Yeah. Anyway, so we're just talking about um, just everything that went on this weekend here musically, and we want to hear from you. Who's next, Donnie? Karen. 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 Hi, good afternoon, ladies. I just have to tell you a little story. I started working for um, SMG at the conventions at the uh, U.S. Bank Stadium last year, and my goal was to work the Super Bowl. And I did. I worked the Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay. And I saw J-Lo, and I saw Joe Biden, and I saw P. Diddy. Oh, my gosh. And I saw Jamie Foxx. And it was so exciting. And the people were so well-behaved. We didn't have any problems. And it was just a fun, exciting day. And I only worked 15 hours. Oh, (laughs) only 15 (laughs) hours. And you live to tell about it. (laughs) 
I'm sorry. And you lived to tell about it. Well, that's so I fun. I did. I woke up at 1.30 today. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, bless your heart. Yeah. What was but Jay? it was a fabulous day. Oh, my God. I wouldn't give it I wouldn't give it back for anything. Oh, that's I'm so, so exciting. Did I, we meet you at the U2 concert? No, you no. haven't. You've seen me at the fair. Okay, okay. all right. Well, <laughs> thanks for telling us. I, You know, it looked like it was great energy. And one of the reporters, I think it was the NBC reporter this morning, said he's never been to a Super Bowl where the energy was that much fun inside. Yeah. Oh, it was. And and everybody, like I say, everybody seemed was so well behaved. And, and it, you know, being in a club, of course, it's kind of closed off. Right. I mean, it it was just amazing. Because you were in that with that Buffalo Wild Wings is a private party area, right? Well, not during the season, of course. Okay, right, but for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how exciting, honey. Well, thanks. Um, Okay. All right, and I heard that Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx went spinning somewhere in St. Louis Park. On Sunday oh, morning, really? so she was in town too. Yeah, yeah, because he did. He did like a couple parties, right? So we're just taking. We want to hear from you guys. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Who do we have, Donnie? Grace. Grace. What did you think about Hi, this? Ladies. What Hi. do you want to share with us today? I was completely underwhelmed. I mean, the the guy can dance. I thought he barely sang. He didn't. I'm not sure if it was the sound, but I was waiting for him to sing. No, they said he sang like only 5% and then it was all recorded. That's where I think he fell short. And then it turned turned me off when, toward the beginning, I thought he kind of sang, he shouted Minneapolis. Yeah. And I think he was trying to throw that like in Janet Jackson's face, like from what have you done for me lately? Right. Like, it just, it, it lost me then. I yeah. had to turn it off. Yeah, it was oh. like when he did the first song, first he says Minneapolis and then he sings uh, Rock Your Body, which is the song where he ripped oh. off Janet. I mean, that was just so tone deaf. And then the whole I Prince agree. thing. He's yes, yeah. He, I yeah. don't know. That was, yeah, I was done after that. But yeah, I completely agree. I I, I was underwhelmed. Yeah. Right. It yeah. just is wasn't dazzling and it felt very bland. That's because he tried to do too many things. Well, it was like I'm gonna do everything that he that you know, my production people said, but in the song that Timbaland wrote for Justin Timberlake called Give It to Me, the diss lyric that J- that JT and Timberland came up when Prince just off the cuff said in response to the sexy back being that could be a Prince song, mm-hmm. which to me is a compliment. If yeah. anyone, you know, we thought that way about Uptown Funk, right? The best song Prince never wrote. It had such a Prince sound. Absolutely. And he's and Prince said about that song, word sexy go. Why does it have to be brought back? It never went anywhere. And so obviously that stuck in Justin Timber, because here's the lyrics. We missed you on the charts last week. Damn, that's right. You wasn't there. Now, if sexy never left, then why is everybody on my bleep? Don't hate on me just because you didn't come up with it. So now he's declaring to be Prince's biggest admirer and told Fallon he considers himself a, a gatekeeper All right. of Stop. Prince. I, Julia, I threw my slipper Stop. at the shoe when I Stop. saw that on Fallon. I threw my slipper at the shoe. <laughs> I mean, I threw my oh, slipper God. at the TV. I was just like, Stop get it. on out of here, Donnie. Let's get another Donnie, call on who it. do we have? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Hi, ladies. Hi. Help us here. What is going on? What'd you well, like? Just, what you didn't? What didn't you the like? The wardrobe was so underwhelming. <laughs> I was really disappointed by what he wore. I swear to God, it looked like it was from the Goodwill. Well, like, 
It was. Um, That's all my mom wanted to know. Why it was camouflage meets? I don't know what. It was Duck I, Dynasty. I heard it was uh, Stella McCartney. Oh, That's right. It was. Ooh. I don't know. I just looked at it and I kept looking at it the whole time. And that handkerchief, it was such a disconnect. And mm-hmm. it just—he's normally like a pretty decent. You know, he's very trendy. Yeah, he is. Line, but he had a clothing I line. Was, I couldn't believe of all the prep and the people that probably were involved in that decision. Who chose that? Because the album is called Man of the, the Woods, Woods, and this is how men of the woods dress. No, Come on don't. now. They don't dress like that. <laughs> Not when they're performing at a halftime show, huh? Like even flannel print or like a something more interesting. It was just an ugly, like weird camouflage with some peach undertones. Like, oh, and the deer galloping across the memes were hilarious. They were very yeah. hilarious. Thank you. Thank you. you. Who's next, Danny? Uh, I got to get another name for you. Okay. And you know, Prince wouldn't even allow his footage on YouTube. I know he would be appalled. I know that he was projected on a wrinkly ass sheet (laughs) and Justin Timberlake's people say, Issue a statement that it technically wasn't a hologram. When you have to wrap your artistry in legalese, this is not ever good for the artistic endeavor. Okay, next. Donnie is getting it. I mean, uh, Lori. Uh, Lori. I don't did know. anyone see? Did anyone see the? It wasn't memorable, and it I, wasn't dazzling. And I'm it not was, agree with you. I don't disagree with you at all. He was the prince of average last night. I don't disagree at all. Uh, let me share you the New York Times. Okay, what uh, did they their say? headline was Justin Timberlake plays it safe, seeking Super Bowl redemption. And when they talked about him uh, launching into Rock Your Body. Here's what the New York Times critic said. If what happened in 2004 was a wardrobe, wardrobe malfunction, this was a taste malfunction. Mm-hmm. A seamy need to reclaim the song that ever so briefly put him uncomfortably under the lights and restore it to being just another benign entry in his pop soul catalog. Mm-hmm. Regardless, he didn't uh, do much during his 13-minute performance that was heavy on spectacle, very light on vocal authority, as you guys have been talking about. All right. Does someone want to chat with us? Uh, we have time for one more. This right. a celebrity signing from Paige. Okay. All right, Paige, who'd you see? Actually, it was the doctor that I work for. He um, works out every morning at uh, Lifetime on Lake Street. Okay. And he ran into uh, Kevin Hart this morning and yesterday morning. Was he sober? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, uh, did, any, did you see him yesterday try to get up on the stage when they were presenting the Eagles with the Vince Lombardi? Um, no, I I didn't see that because right after JT, I got in the shower. Oh, well, <laughs> oh. what did you, did, did, did you love him, hate him, or feel ambivalent about the halftime show? You know, I thought it was good, but more like a concert than a spectacle that it should have been for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is it. It seemed like it was stripped right out of a Vegas show for somebody who, you know, doesn't want to go play Vegas. It was very Vegasy with those, with the choice of hits and then just, you know, running around. I'm sure. I think the one that I didn't understand the most is I thought that was a special kid who was having a Make-A-Wish moment or something great. Oh, the selfie? Yeah. I didn't know why he just ran up to a random kid. He just, and then his last words to everybody was Super Bowl selfies. Oh. Like I said, Julia, his That kink. Super Bowl was good, fun, TV watching for a football fan, though. No Absolutely. defense, all offense. It and was a blast. And the ads, Tide rules, Scientology drools. We'll be it's back. It's Don McClain for Medicare.